Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth's radio show on 3CR. As we do at the start of every show, I would like to pay my respects to the Wurundjeri and Boon Wurrung elders of the Kulin Nations and acknowledge that sovereignty of these lands has never been ceded. My name is Megan and I'm your host for today. Coming up on the program, we'll be listening to the speeches from Send My Recycling to Landfill and I'll Take It to Parliament a protest that was held last week on the steps of Parliament. But before that, I'll be giving you an update on the Japarong Protection Embassy. This year at Friends of the Earth, we are celebrating 45 years of resistance. That's 45 years we've been mobilising communities, resisting the oppressive forces of patriarchy and capitalism, and transforming our future to be one where we respect land and water and sovereign nations have the right to practise culture on the Join me, Sally Goldner, the presenter of Out of the Pan, for a live broadcast on International Trans Day of Visibility at Hares and Hyenas on 31st of March 2019, organised by Transgender Victoria with 3CR. With co-host Mama Alto, we'll be moderating a live panel discussion about issues, experiences and intersections between and about trans people of colour. Get your tickets online at tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au. That's tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au. Or listen live to the discussion right here on 855am on digital and streaming online. Dirt Radio. Last week we ran a special on the Japarong Protection Embassy and the clip we've just heard was a celebration as police retreated after fierce opposition from peaceful protesters. 
For 10 months now, the Japarung Protection Embassy has been set up about 10 minutes east of Ararat in opposition to the Western Highway Duplication Project, which threatens to destroy Japarung song lines and tear down hundreds of sacred trees, including an 800-year-old birthing tree and a 350-year-old directions tree. For those who missed the show last week, police had moved in on Middle Camp and Vic Roads were threatening to start work on the Western Highway duplication project. At the time the show went to air, we'd lost contact with everyone who was at Middle Camp and the police had blocked the road, preventing anyone from accessing the camp or getting out. We're very pleased to see that the police backed off on Tuesday last week, but of course it's not over yet. Vic Rhodes and the Japarung people had their day in court yesterday and it's feared that works could begin again any day now. Dirt Radio usually comes to you live every Tuesday morning, but today's show has been pre-recorded because I wanted to make my way down to the camp and show my support for the Japarung people in their fight to protect the sacred trees. We're concerned that works will have started this morning, uh, but given that the show is pre-recorded, it means I don't have a current update for you. If you want to know what's happening right now, check out the Japarung Protection Embassy Facebook page and also keep an eye on the Warriors of Aboriginal Resistance Facebook page. People out there need help on the ground. This camp is one of the longest blockades and strongest stands against colonisation and cultural devastation Victoria has seen in recent years. So make your way out there and take a stand for Indigenous sovereignty. If it's not possible for you to get down there, they're raising funds for legal support, so check out their Facebook page for more details on how else you can help. It's Tuesday morning here on 3CR, and we're going to have a quick break and listen to the powerful words of Zelenat Kuzo, a Japarung man calling for support in protecting the sacred trees. Tuesday will be the D-Day, so get yourselves ready. Ready for Tuesday morning because they're definitely going to come. Right? So let's do this. Warriors! Warriors! Call out. Share it. Let's do this. It's time to create some history and finally get something back. All the compromises that have ever happened. It's time, you mob. Let's go. Don't allow your brain to stop you from being a part of creating history with us all. Allow your spirit to take over and guide you here. We're ready, united, and ready to rock and roll. Otherwise, I'm happy to do the business. But I'd rather do it with all you right beside me. All you warriors, no point being a deadly blackfellow if you don't get on the country and actually fight for it like a true sovereign, like our old people. When we dance, we dance in remembrance of our old people and our stories. So, you think the front lines and all them wasn't a part of their stories? Start honouring that history properly. It's time Australia stood up. It's time Black Australia. It's 
stood up properly. On March 16, the Sintani region of Jayapura in West Papua was hit by massive flooding and landslides, killing at least 89 people, with more than 6,000 people evacuated from their home. 74 people are missing and 159 have been injured. This disaster is the result of torrential rain coupled with devastations of the mountains, also poor waste management, polluting and clogging waterways, leading to flash flooding and mudslides. At this time, West Popon people need your help more than ever. Help us. Reach our goal to raise $10,000 to provide emergency supplies, food, first aid, nappies, baby food and milk formula. All money raised will go directly to Yayasan Abdi Budaya Nusantara a foundation facilitating the evacuation camp in Sentani, West Papua. Donate online at https chaforg project flood relief for West Papua. West Papuan people need you. It's time to help and don't make them feel alone. Welcome back and next up on the show we're going to be listening to the protest that happened last week. Send my recycling to landfill and I'll bring it to Parliament. Dozens of people from around Melbourne brought all of their waste to the steps of Parliament to show our parliamentarians that it is unacceptable for our waste to be going to landfill. What they're calling for is a container deposit scheme. They want to see onshore recycling, implementation of the plastic bag ban and support for local councils to minimise waste. We've got audio of the speeches that were held there last Tuesday, so take a listen. Transform waste! Transform waste! Transform waste! Transform waste! <laughs> so again, my name is Adine. Uh, I'm here from Transform Waste. And Transform Waste is a campaign from Friends of the Earth Australia. Uh, we are here today uh, with the hashtag Recycling to Parliament. Um, and as many of you have seen, uh, Arno is running around, no, no here, with our little Instagram sign. So please, before you go, be sure you get a little selfie uh, with that. All right, so there are so many people here from so many different areas. Can people kind of shout out, where have you guys come from? Brunswick? <laughs> Preston? All right, cool. Anyone here from Darabin? Yeah, we got a few from Darabin. Great. So obviously, we're here today because we're really fed up with what's going on with our recycling. Like, this action here today is really cute and fun, deliberately. We wanted to really create a really lovely atmosphere for everyone. But how many people here have spent years being really responsible with their recycling? Can I get it? Yeah, yeah. People really take it seriously, right? But it's background noise. We just do it, and then we trust that it's going to get taken care of by someone else. And that trust has been broken. We're at a point where our waste system is broken. 
And that's why we're here today. We're here today to talk to the state government and say, what are you doing? Honestly, why is our recycling going to landfill when we as individuals take so much responsibility for ensuring that this stuff is clean and sorted and going to the right places? when it's so confusing and difficult and plastics go one place and lids go another place and what the heck, right? Why do we have such a confusing system that is so difficult and then is breaking down on us? So, um, so we're here today, we've been really good, but now our recycling is being sent to landfill. Over 27 councils in Melbourne have been sending their recycling to landfill. Can I get a, uh, what do we want, Shane? Can I get a Shane? What is that? That's ridiculous. This has been a crisis in the making since at least last year, February, when China announced that it was going to stop taking the world's recycling. So the state government has had plenty of time to plan, has had plenty of time to consult, has had plenty of time to do something. But instead of actually taking the initiative and using the sustainability fund, which exists already, is sitting there from councils paying their uh, landfill levy rates, Instead of using that to create onshore recycling programs, we have these piecemeal band-aid solutions sticking just band-aids on top of a big gaping wound and saying, look, we fixed it, right? And how long is it going to be before more recycling plants close down? Before we run into this exact same problem once again, I'll wait for the tram to blast. All right, so basically our systems have let us down. These systems that we rely on to do the right thing are no longer functioning the way that we need them to. So if they send our recycling to landfill, we're going to bring it here and we're going to show them this is what it looks like. This is how pissed off we are. You need to do something with this waste. All right. So um, I think at this point, I want everyone to give a little cheer. Woo! Yeah, one more time. Oh, okay, great. Thanks, guys. Um, so it's really sad, but also kind of wonderful in full circle that Friends of the Earth was here in the 1970s doing this exact same action, demanding recycling from our state, right? We've come full circle, um, but we're at a real time of crisis, but also opportunity. There is a unique opportunity here to really create a system that actually works, that we actually can rely on. Um, we risk losing it all because of small-minded quick fixes. If we continue down this path, if the state continues just to put piecemeal solutions on top of things, the predictable outcome is that we are going to end up in more and more crisis and our system is going to break down. So we can create something new that really works for all Australians. Waste is an essential service, like water or electricity, and it should be treated as such. These are not just throwaway items. These are precious resources. And if we cannot treat them as precious resources, we will run out of them. We live on a finite planet with finite resources, and people need to start taking that seriously. So we need a comprehensive, transparent, easy-to-understand systems that all Australians can use. So. For those of you that signed the petition, you already know, but what we are demanding today, we are demanding a container deposit scheme. Can I get a wave from the Coke cans in the back? Woo! Container deposit scheme, for those that don't know, is when you get money back for giving your bottles and cans and all of that sort of stuff back. All right, so container deposit scheme. We demand onshore recycling, utilizing the sustainability fund. 
We demand implementation of the plastic bag ban and phase out of unnecessary single-use plastics. We demand support for local councils in engaging with organics recycling schemes. And we demand a cessation of financial and research support for combustion waste to energy projects until we have our recycling system back on track. If anyone has any questions about that, you can ask me at the end. Okay. So, it's time to get on with this. This is ridiculous. The amount of stalling that's being done by our state government is really harming our entire system. So we call on the Premier, Dan Andrews, to start taking leadership on this issue. So when you take your photos today, using the hashtag RecyclingToParliament, if you can also tag Dan Andrews or at Spring Street, either of those, that'll get the message straight to Dan Andrews that we actually need some action on this. So FOE is building a strong campaign to bring Australians together to have a voice. All right, so everyone that can, please back out your phone. All right, and the website that you're looking for is Transform Waste, which obviously you all have and you've all been saying. But if you go and visit Transform Waste, you have lots of options in regards to signing up for the newsletter, signing up for Facebook, whatever you feel like you want to do. That's the easiest way for you to keep in touch with what we're doing and what next steps that we're taking. All right, and while you have your phone out, go ahead and take a picture, a selfie of yourself, uh, if you can. I know you realize you're all holding signs. <laughs> but take a selfie of your neighbor, how's that? Um, and make sure that you hashtag recycling to Parliament and Dan Andrews. All right, so if I can get um, one more woo from the crowd. So much, guys. All right, so now I'd like to welcome Sophie up to the mic. Sophie is a Darabin resident um, who's going to talk a little bit about what impacts this has on a person who's dealing with this. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Sophia. I live in the city of Darabin now, but that's not where I grew up. I grew up um, in a small farming town called Andira, which is on Yorta Yorta country in the Golden Valley, Northern Victoria. And so I grew up in an environmentally conscious family. We were connected to the land every day. Um, but we didn't have curbside recycling. We were too far from town to be able to recycle the materials that came into our lives. And we would always do the best that we could, but we never got to recycle. Um, so when I moved to the Big Smoke, I came to the city and I live in Darabin now. And one of the things that I was most excited about was that I got to use the curbside recycling system. Like I, every fortnight, got to dutifully separate all of my plastics and cardboard and, and aluminium cans and put them in a bin and, and it had a bright sparkly yellow lid on it and then I could put it on the, on the um, curbside and then it would get picked up and recycled. And that for me was like ace. That was one of the highlights of living in the city. Um, and, and I grew up, and, and if you're like me, you probably also agree that recycling is just a necessary responsibility that we have um, as citizens in a modern society. Um, because on the whole, we don't get a lot of choice over the materials that our um, packaging, our, the packaging that our materials and our goods and things come into our lives in. We don't have a lot of choice of where our milk comes from and that it has to come in a plastic bottle on the whole and there are good changes that are happening, but on the whole, we don't have a lot of choice in that regard. 
So we make the effort, and I make the effort to do the right thing, and, and we clean our glass jars before we put them in the bin because we know that too much contaminated material will, will waste our efforts, and we, we make the effort to, to keep all of our cardboard together, and we get rid of the greasy um, bottoms of the pizza boxes because we know too much oil isn't good in the, in the cardboard recycling system. And we do, it, we do the right thing, and then we put it in our wheelie bins with the yellow lids. And I am a stereotypical Darabin resident, so I've also got my compost bin in my backyard, so I'm putting all of my organics material in my backyard compost bin as well. Um, so I've done the right thing, and I've been um, holding up my end of the bargain. I've been making the effort to separate my recyclables from those things that can't be recycled. Um, and then I'm putting my special wheelie bin out on the, the footpath every fortnight for it to be collected. And now it pains me, it hurts, like my heart aches when um, that effort and the collective effort of the thousands of other Victorians who are putting in the effort to do the right thing, um, it's literally being trashed. It's not, our efforts are being wasted. And recycling, it's a non-negotiable obligation of living on a finite planet. We it's not something that we have the luxury of wanting to choose because as Sanin said, we have a limited amount of resources. There's only so much stuff that we can continue to be making this packaging with. Um, and it's an essential service and we live in what's considered one of the most livable cities in the world, in Melbourne, and, and we can't get our recycling shit together. Like, this is, it just baffles me. Um, and so if you're like me, you, we expect that our efforts are being recognised and upheld by our local councils and by the state government. And it's disappointing and it is baffling that we've ended up with a situation where 1,000 tonnes a week of recyclable material um, is going to landfill and we don't have a long-term solution or significant leadership in front of us for how to deal with this mess. And, and Anine highlighted all of, the, all of the asks and the demands that we have to make some long-term solutions and, and leadership that's actually effective and not just exporting the problem to China. And I, I'm from a rural area. I grew up and I, in the country and I know that many councils on their own, they don't have the resources to introduce systemic changes into the waste and recycling sector on their own. Um, and, you know, long term what I'd really love to see is a, is a um, large scale reconsideration of the concept of waste and that's what our recyclables are being considered at the moment. They're not being valued for the, the opportunity they have to maintain this material in, in our um, society and it's being exported and, and not considered valuable. Ultimately, we want to be living in a closed-loop society, but we're not yeah that, we're not yeah that. Um, and we, we expect more from our government, we expect more from the people who, who um, we elect as our leaders. And so before we um, can get to the point in the future where the whole concept of waste is being transformed, um, we need recycling to be considered an essential service. We need the resources and the leadership of the state government to start uh, implementing the solutions that we that we know exist and that we have the the funds to to implement. Um, and it's so citizens like myself and for all of us um, who we're doing our part of the bargain. We want the other end upheld. We want 
we want their, our efforts to be recognised so that we can maintain our faith in the, the leaders that we elect. So um, I guess my final comment would be to Daniel Andrews directly, Dan, I know you're listening, um, is that don't waste this crisis. Let's do something with this crisis. Thanks. So that's just about all we have for today on Dirt Radio. You are listening to 3CR, 855 AM on your radio or online. Uh, Coming up at Friends of the Earth, we have a couple of events that might be of interest. We've got the Sustainable Sustainable Cities Trivia Night, raising money for uh, our Sustainable Cities campaign. Uh, that's on Wednesday, April 10th at 6.30pm at the Clyde Hotel. Uh, also coming up on April 12th, that's Friday, 5.30pm at the Arena Project Space is the Maralinga Pieces Forever on Country Art Auction, raising money for the Anti-Nuclear Collective at Friends of the Earth. If you're interested in Transform Waste Collective or any of our collectives at Friends of the Earth, make sure you pop onto our Facebook page. Uh, We've got collective meetings happening every night of the week, so whatever you're interested in, if it's rivers, climate, waste or stopping new, new uranium mines, come on down and learn about what we've got happening. Uh, Also, don't forget to check out the Japarong Embassy Facebook page, as well as the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance Facebook page. Our hearts go out to the people who are fighting to protect the sacred trees out on Japarong country. Um, And, yeah, if you're interested in what is happening there, make sure you tune in to 3CR and check out their Facebook pages because things are changing minute by minute. Taking us out today will be the Japarong Country song by Neil Murray. So thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week.